Jane, as always, well, my friend of the better part of the last decade. She's a former colleague of mine, my long, second longest tenured female friend, a woman who once called me Hitler with less ambition. She is the reason I drink. Charlotte Hollingsworth, how you doing? Oh, well, hello, hello. Um, you know, I'm doing great. Uh, I, I'm i just going to spoil it right from the beginning. This is a complete 180. I am yes. so excited to record this episode. I am so excited because I was proven completely wrong. <laughs> like, I couldn't be happier about it. That brings me so much joy because that's exactly what I was hoping. Because I know yes. your feelings on this particular character. And they're valid. Yeah. Very valid. Yeah. I understood every issue I'm, you had with him. Um, I, and I was hoping that this one would turn you around. And I think that's the best part is that I was both right and also I was correct to change my mind. Like, it's right. just it's just an ideal situation. Uh, but, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about it. But I know we have a little yeah. traditional business up top. Yeah, of course we're talking about uh, we'll be doing uh, issues, what is it, four through six, six of uh, the yeah. All-Star Superman. But before we get into that, what have you been watching, reading, seeing, doing this week? So, um, as usual, all I watch is YouTube. I don't, I don't keep up with modern television anymore. I just found out today, you know how last time I was like, Tuca and Birdie, remember that show? It's so good. It was canceled in November. Like, it's not even on anymore. And I was like, that's the current cool thing I'm into. I, I feel like that gets canceled every other fortnight. Like, I know, I know. Someone it's, grabs there's it, always it's, a chance. Yeah. It's my six seasons in a movie. But... Um, what I have been absolutely obsessed with is last Friday, Paramore put out their new album, This Is Why. And it's, it is everything I could have wanted from a new Paramore album. Um, I love them so much. I'm so glad I already, like, I hadn't heard, and, like, nothing had come out from the new album yet when I bought tickets to see them this year. And so I'm so relieved <laughs> that it's all really, really, really good and that I really like it and I'm excited to see it live. What venue it was are race. they playing there? Huh? What venue are they playing that you're going to see? They, uh, they're playing at the Chase. Uh, so the, the big stadium they built in the Dog Patch. That is uh, where the Warriors play Oh, that's now. right. They actually got that. Yeah. Site. It's super fucking weird. It's right by where I used to work, which is so, it's so weird being there now. Because it's like the office looks exactly the same, but there's this huge stadium next yeah, to it Yeah, that wasn't there when I whatever. lived there. I knew they were yeah. talking about it, but. That's exciting. Yeah, no, it's real and it's there and it's weird and it's too big. But um, yeah, I have like vaguely like not full on nose speeds, not the best tickets in the world. But that's fun. I'm just gonna dance. Yeah, whatever. And, uh, Block Party is opening. Time. Do you remember that band from like the 2010s? Sounds familiar. I, okay, you it, go listening to uh, like Eating Glass after this, and you'll. I'm certain you've heard of this band because we have a lot of music in common, and so. I'm just, like, very confident you've heard of them, and they're opening for Paramore, which is just, like, 2007 dream come true. <laughs> uh, and I've just been having a great time living both in the present, because it's a new Paramore album, but also, like, deeply, deeply in the past. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Paramore album. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's really fun. How about you? Um, Have you been watching Last of Us? No, okay, my plan was to watch it this weekend, and then I got really distracted, and I don't... I mean, I went on a hike. That's not an excuse. I got distracted by something, and I super didn't watch it at all. And I know I want to, but I just haven't. I just haven't. I just watch YouTube, so but good. I know, I know, I know. It's so good. You love it so much. Yeah, yeah I really do. It's okay. so good. Okay, I can't not watch it. Like, 
It's not even like one of those things where because everyone likes it, I'm trying not to watch it. That is not what's happening. It's just that, like don't deprive yourself. I'm gonna blame it. Like it's executive dysfunction. Every time I'm like, I really want to watch that show. My body just goes, oh, you want to watch more puppet history on the Watcher Network on YouTube.com? Yeah, that's what you want to do. I think you're going to love it. I really do. Okay. What's your, without spoiling, I mean, I know the story of the video game, right? Yeah. Spoilers aren't really necessarily a problem, but also like. They're very accurate to the game, but they do change stuff. And I would say the things they've changed. They're really good, and they've changed it for, like, the better. Because not oh, everything works so for rare. more medium than the other, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. And we kind thing, of talked about this before, yeah. yeah. And they've done such a good job, but they're very... They're, they adhere to the game very closely, for the most part. That's so cool, because I love the way that video games can be an incredibly unique way to tell a story, and the stories that are being told in video games have always been really cool and complex and interesting, but they're, like, even more so now. But it's also kind of an inaccessible art form to some people, right? Like, either you just can't afford it, or you just don't like it. Some people just don't enjoy playing video games, so it's cool that this story that is really interesting and, like, important is getting accurately and well translated to this more accessible medium. Well, that's what I'm hoping because I've screamed on the internet many, many times. Just just do the thing. Like you have a good yeah. story. Just do the damn thing. Just do it. And that's what they're doing here. Copy paste. You never know <laughs> what uh, Hollywood's going to take from the success of something. Right. Like you see something like uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I just knew right. what they were going to take from that was – Oh, old old characters, nostalgia. That's what that's, made this work. That's what they need. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, that's what they're going to latch on to. But yeah. hopefully, they're seeing this is the first adaptation that is really working. And why? Because they're doing the fucking thing. Right. And it's huge. I mean, I haven't seen a show be this ubiquitous. Everyone at work is talking about it. It has not yeah. been like this since Game of Thrones season one. Yeah. That, like, I have not experienced this kind of just like... And that's why I feel like I have to get my shit together and watch it because... I jumped into Game of Thrones season two, and I wish I yeah, had I was been late to that as well. One. So I gotta like just gotta do, I just gotta sit down and watch it. I just know it's gonna make me feel a lot too. Yeah, and like, well, I hope they they take that that uh, idea and run with it because yeah, I mean you you know they they love uh, existing IP and things that people already know of. Well, there's all these uh, great video yeah. game stories that yeah, just like radioactive. No one wanted to touch them because. Video games never worked because they did them poorly. Because everyone did a really bad job. Yeah, oh my they just god, Mass made their own shit TV. up and didn't do what the game did. Like it's right there. It's so easy. Let's I just want it. a Mass Effect TV show. I want Mass Effect to have that. I want. I want the Mass Effect. To, that's that. I don't. I'm not a very big video game fan, but Mass Effect is my my shit. Oh my god, I want a Mass Effect game. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping TV this show. is gonna spark a bunch of video game adaptations. I'd that be down. Are actually good. Yeah, instead of just remaking all of the movies that have already been made, just remake all the video games that have already been made. It's yeah. so easy. It's right, right there. there. It's right there. They've done all the it, heavy lifting. Come on. Like, you figured it out with comic books, so why not yeah. do it with video games too? It's right there. Yeah. Well, the, it's it's interesting because it's almost the same genesis because they would adapt comic books, but then they'd change everything. Like, they were right. afraid to do the comic book stuff because it's like, oh, that's going to look super silly. Or, I mean, there's the whole – there's that – Thing about Brian Singer, the first X Men, he wouldn't allow comic books on set. It's like you're making a fucking comic what? book movie, man. Why do you hate the thing you're making so much? Yeah. It, it's and it's also who's that for? Because right. the yeah the people who love comic books 
are going to be pissed off, and the people who don't, they don't know any. They don't know either way. So who's that for? What are you doing? Right, right. And it, I mean, like those movies did do well enough to like get a bunch of sequels, but yeah. eventually they had to get more comic booky because there's nowhere else for those characters to go because characters like that can only exist in the bizarro, goofy world of comic books. Right. Like that's the only place it makes sense. Which actually, I think, is probably why. Check out this segue. Why Superman was so misrepresented to me for so long is because he was completely diced, like pulled away from his comic book ass yeah. like ethos like this is going into this second half or second quarter um after what we talked about last week and like putting in in context of like some of these are just sitcoms some of the, it, like, some of it's very goofy. Like, if you think it's a little bit of a joke, it's definitely 100% supposed to be a joke. Right. Oh, my God. I, I, it was just, like, suddenly it all made sense. And I was like, why don't they? I mean, maybe in some of the older movies I haven't seen. The Christopher they just, Reeve like, stuff like, is, like, let him be, like, a nice guy. Is like, closer. He's a, such a nice guy. It's a little closer. He's more, like, happy-go-lucky and, you know. Yeah. But Cause he's so they also take weird liberties so with that, too. Like, he'll kiss okay. Lois Lane and wipe her mind and then like he had this one power where he rebuilt the uh great wall of china with his eyes like it just didn't make sense <laughs> I, like, I guess he can do anything look All that's right. pretty comic booky tbqh though yeah like... yeah uh, whatever <laughs> um yeah on that i think i would love to start talking about this you want to yeah. jump in yeah let's uh let's just get into our our book All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I read the first little bit of episode four um, before this, like last week, and I was reading the rest of it and didn't enjoy it. And I was like, I got three pages in and I was like, fuck this all the way. And I just moved on. So I walked into this pretty grumpy to tell you what turned me around, because this is one that is goofy. This is a silly, goofy story that is meant to make you chuckle. Ha ha. What a good time. And it does and take it, a second to get into it. I actually felt yeah. that too. I was like, what What the fuck is this? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. What's yeah. going on? I don't like this. Right. And, and it, then, yeah, it's it just turns like it kind around. of hits a weird tone. But basically we're with, we're going to be with Jimmy Olsen, um, yep. who works at the Daily Planet and is just kind of a weird guy. He's just like a, Superman's a gangly, best pal. yeah, yeah, he's Superman's best friend and he has a watch that he can uh call superman with yeah basically like like a a portable uh (laughs) uh, a bat lamp right but like he can just and it's indestructible it's Um, like the i've fallen and i can't get up thing it's like the yeah yes he has that (laughs) for superman a hundred percent i've fallen and i'm under a boulder please superman is the only one who can save me about to kill me come help and he's uh He's a little, he's an investigative reporter and he's famous for doing these like day in the life sort of things, right? Of doing some kind of like kooky thing. Like he pretends to be a pop star. He will, I guess, like go underwater and live with Aquaman for a day because he's got all this high, high end access to the, um, superhero med- community. Are, are they metahumans? They're meta-humans. just superheroes. Yeah, they call, I believe they call anyone with powers metahumans in uh, the DC. Metahumans. Okay. That's, I think they get to that later in this too, so. Um, yeah, and so it's it's a great introduction to Jimmy, and he's like, I'm so excited for my next appointment, it's going to be so awesome. And the other thing about this, too, is that every single thing that I mentioned last episode where I was like, what's the point of this? Why'd they bring this up? Almost every single thing get hit 
back in yep. these next three. Like, really just put yeah. me in my place entirely. You put your trust <laughs> in people like Grant Morrison. They, they know what they're doing. Seasoned yeah, comic no, book and you writers. said that, and it was so good that you said that because I was worried that it was going to be more like the Fantastic Four and be like, it's not, it's just not. Yeah, but not I, to throw I, any I mean, shade on the guy who trust. wrote that, but I don't know anything about that guy. Um, so take that for uh, what you will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was a good it was a good bet. Um, so he um, goes to the moon where the planet team is, which is the same people that had sent Superman out to, like to the sun, right? Um, and we have the leader guy that has the fantastic rainbow coats, and yeah. he's just taking a day off, um, and he's gonna let Jimmy run his like big right. science machine on the moon. And it was this page when Jimmy puts on the rainbow jacket and he's like, um, I don't even know what this, what project stands for. And I'm going to find out. I was like, okay, this is supposed to be a big goofy time. I'm going to like shift into silly gear and we're just going to go for it. Yep. Anytime Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen shows up, that's the best way to look at it. Yeah, it's definitely, and, like, he has exactly the right kind of characteristic to be that, like, we're doing a side episode with the goofy guy this time, right? Like, Yeah, he's, that, like, the wacky neighbor He's the wacky neighbor getting, like, his own solo show, so you know it's going to go to some crazy places. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's getting a little tour um, from the, the green kind of bug eyes lady who might be a computer, but he's definitely connected to the computer, do, what's her deal? Do we know? Yeah, who I don't she know is? what's going on with that. Okay, cool. I'm she sure there's magical. something, but I, I again, I don't, I don't have the depth of knowledge. With, uh, That's fine. I mean, if we if we dive into more of these storylines, I'm sure we'll find out. Um, we'll learn to when. Um, so they're getting. He's looking at a little tour of project. He walks by. Um, a, a vault door that's labeled with like with like dripping writing do not open until doomsday it's just very extra and i love it a lot um and they're walking by like a big uh anti-matter bizarro like that like pit right and yeah. and and jimmy almost falls in because they're doing some construction around the pit of like bizarro antimatter basically this like chaos orb um, and then we smash cut to a very distracted Clark Kent slumping down in the office, uh, being told that he's, uh, uh, such a great, you know, journalist and he's getting all this praise and he's just like half there and he realizes like he's getting a, a, a signal and he needs to right. leave. And he says, um, oh, oh, my land, Perry. I just remembered I left the oven on at home. <laughs> Yeah, all his excuses oh, are so terrible. My land! And it's great because then Perry, like, calls out, like, oh, my what? <laughs> like, absolutely, like, it's not just you, audience. This guy's weird. <laughs> yeah. He's just a bumpkin from Kansas. He's just a he's just a nice guy who doesn't know what for except for corn, you know? Like, yep. he's just a nice guy. Um, so he runs and saves Jimmy. Um, because Jimmy's an absolute fool. And in doing so, he moves a crane that was the thing that almost knocked Jimmy into the, like, pit. And he reveals that inside of it, it's uh, a super heavy, unknown inframaterial um, from from some weird space. So it's, it's basically got, correct me if I'm wrong, this is red kryptonite is inside of this, like, 
this heavy, so basically they like had some red kryptonite and they put it into a heavy, dense antimatter ball and then threw it in this pit to keep it safe. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Side note. But, yeah. Um, if you had that that watch that Jimmy Olsen has, how reckless would you be in life? Like you just wouldn't, you wouldn't worry about anything. Oh my God. I look like you could be a maniac. Like you'd have no care in anything you did. No. Cause it's like Superman will just come save me. Yeah. No, like you'd never look both it. ways through traffic. You never, you'd never do anything. No. Cause he could just heal me immediately. I assume. Right. Like I wouldn't well, he'd just get the there. Light, he'd, he'd get there in the blink of an eye. Oh, before like, it even comes, happened. Yeah. It's just save you. Right. Like, I mean, I would just press it all the time. You have I would just no like, I'm just a little worried. Just no boundaries. Can you imagine having an anxiety disorder and also having the Superman button? Well, I feel like it would it would <laughs> cure it would help cure your anxiety. I, yeah, it's I, like, I, I don't have to worry about again. anything ever. Or or it would be like every single moment I feel a little anxious. I'm like, Superman, can you just tell me I'm okay? Can you just come over here and validate that I'm safe? He's his best pal. He <laughs> yeah, would. He'd yeah. have no problem with it. You'd be like, you're, you're great. Buck up, champ. I just don't want to be alone. Okay, let's watch a movie. Okay, um, I would I would use it constantly. I would basically never... I, Superman would have no choice but to marry me. It would really let come to that. Um, I don't even know if we'd be in love, but we would be attached at that yeah. point. You know, like there, It would really be a marriage of convenience. Yeah, a partnership. Of nothing else. So, anyways, as we know, Superman's brush with the sun did make him less susceptible to kryptonite because he's way stronger because he absorbed way too much radiation, right? Which is the standard kryptonite. Right, right. But they don't know what red kryptonite's going to do to him because of these changed levels of reactivity. <laughs> and so Jimmy's chatting with him after they're, like, trying to figure out a way to contain this, like, red kryptonite. And and Superman's just gripping the side of the table really hard. Was and it red or was it from, black? Yeah, yeah, his words go from white to gray to black, which was so cool. Like, what an incredibly elegant way to show that shift, like, without doing a wiggly font or, like, yeah. you know, like, it was such it a goes cool from gray way. to, yeah. Because I can hear what, like, an actor would do with that, but, like, putting it on the page, how would you even, and this is such a cool and elegant way, and it turns out that red kryptonite makes Superman bad. Yep. And it's literally that simple it's just like oh no it makes me opposite it makes me bad yep. <laughs> so then he tries yeah. to laser eye jimmy and then he's like fighting with himself he's like superman no don't and then he's like but i love being bad and it's so <laughs> funny like it's just actually so genuine i was laughing out loud and then he's like i i have to i have to go um I need your help, Jimmy. But then before Jimmy can even, like, blink, Superman busts through the ceiling and is like, I'm going to go destroy the world, and who's going to stop me? Not you, Jimmy Olsen, because uh, you're a big dummy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just he's, he's very incredible. Rude. So, so bad Superman's off being bad, which is, what's funny is that, scenario is actually such an incredibly big like worst case scenario like superman deciding that he wants to destroy everything that's it you're done right like that could be such a yeah. dramatic terrifying storyline but they give it to this portion which i'm sure like this has been just 
explored to death, I assume. Like, concept of evil Superman has to be, like... Yeah, I mean, there's, like, Bizarro Superman is the opposite. Right. All sorts of different things. Exactly. So, I like that they're, like, acknowledging this comic book history of evil. What what if Superman but bad? (laughs) But in in this totally goofy story... Um, so then we get a little tour of what uh, Planet has all of these, like, basically their whole purpose, as far as I can tell, is they're a Superman contingency. Yeah, they have a company. couple, just in case this happens. Yeah, they have some extra Supermans, and then they yeah. have, we get to see this, like, uh, uh, Batman has one for, like, every member of the Justice League, like, how to kill every okay. single one. Really? <laughs> yeah, because he's always prepared. That's so fucked up. (laughs) It's it's great when they find that out. They're like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) That is so extremely only child shit, too. Like, (laughs) like, he's always prepared, you know? I'm the only one that can be trusted, so I need to make sure. Well, he even has them for himself. Oh, he does? Oh, yeah, just in case, you know, because in in that world, someone can be brainwashed, you know, whatever. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't uh, Peter Parker kind of has that for Venom, right? Like, we kind of did that. Yeah, in he the, did in that, in that one. Has the, yeah, he had the, yeah, the sonic okay. cannon or something yeah. he gave to Mary Jane. Like that self-destruct button. But basically, we find out that these, like, all of their um, clones, all of their, like, their big, you know, mega god thing and these and these Phantom Zone cannons um, can't fight Superman because he's way too powerful now and now yeah. he's also bad. Yeah, one of the contingencies was Green Kryptonite. Based and yeah. it's like, well, that's not gonna work. He's not gonna do anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so they're like, you know, you have to do it. You have to do the thing. You have to do uh, the the doomsday. Like we have to open that vault because this is the worst case scenario. Um, and then the smash cut. Superman is causing problems. He's going after Lois Lane, and I do not trust his motivations for going after Lois Lane because he's bad, Superman. Yep bad now he's bad and so i don't trust him at all um and so we see jimmy show up with a little like it almost looks like a laser gun but then you see it closer and it's actually a syringe and we realize that that's like the doomsday right and we think he's gonna like go and and shoot it at superman and and uh uh you know get it done and then he turns around and he shoots it himself and yeah. he becomes I didn't see a this coming. Rocky guy. Yeah, he he becomes Doomsday essentially. Yeah. Okay. Is that a character? Yeah. Uh, like the death of Superman. That was the first, I believe, time he showed up. Uh, Wait, really? Yeah. When they have Jimmy Olsen of all the characters. Turn yeah. Into that. So wild. I did not see that I coming. I thought this was what kind a of weird, fun, fun introduction. Yeah. To Doomsday. Yeah. Like, in this, it's so weird. That's so. I should have assumed that it was like a real thing from canon, but I didn't realize it would like not be a Jimmy Olsen like yeah. thing, right? I've like, never seen it done like this. This is incredible. <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny. Um, but we also find out that this Doomsday, you know, <laughs> character <laughs> yeah. is if like, Jimmy stays in it for too long, if that's it, no more Jimmy. Um, and he has like, you know, the countdown has started and he's fighting Superman and Superman's losing his ability to speak English. And he says, me and die now. No, die. Me yeah, that scared. Was, that was very, that's how like bizarro Superman talks. Yeah. Or like when they make a clone of him or whatever, cause it doesn't know how to talk yet. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I thought that too. And actually, uh, I don't know why spoiler they went alert, that way with uh, this, but uh, I was fine with it. It was weird. Yeah, just well, as weird as everything else that was happening. Exactly, exactly. And I was like, well, well, yeah, obviously, when you get bad, you lose your ability to speak. <laughs> yeah, I know I do. Of bad guys, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and and sorry, that's very funny. Um, He's getting weaker, and Superman's like, oh, God, I'm going to die. And then the little timer goes off for Doomsday, and he... Uh... So I didn't really understand what happened here. His little, like, watch goes off, and then he roars really loud, and then he comes out of being Doomsday, and he's saved Superman. Yeah, it's just like... I guess it's resolved. I don't know. It's the power of love. <laughs> yeah, something like I don't know. Okay. The, yeah, that's fine. Or the black kryptonite wore off or something that affected him in the first place, and he just kept him at bay long enough. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know what? At this point, though, I was kind of like, I had I had to go back through and read it again, and I was like, am I missing something? Do I not understand something? And I was a little annoyed. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? I, I've had so much fun. I didn't understand until just right then where I, I think that was what they were going for. It's just the effects yeah. of it wore off. Because he hadn't been yeah, exposed to it be. any longer, like because it's not permanent, you know. Yeah, and I and I honestly like I trust the writer so far that like right. that like, that yes, you're right. Yeah. That is what happened. Yeah, I assume it was either that or something equally as simple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely, definitely not some looming plot hole that I'm going to be upset about. Yeah, that's um, what's fun about reading uh, a good writer is when you don't yeah. understand something, you can just be like, I just probably missed it. it I'm sure exactly. it was there. It was probably good. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they explained yeah. it. I or just even, didn't see it. Even if it is something that's just kind of like, oh, we brushed over that. It's like that's fine. I wanted to brush over. Yeah, it. I don't really care. It's, like, it's fun <laughs> to trust to completely trust the person taking you on that journey. Which this issue really did fully bring me back around. Well, not fully, but next one is what really made. I was like, I love this. I'm into this. I want to read These the whole thing. three were really something. They're really good. Yeah, they so the really last are. two pages of this one are just a little bit of of wrapping up. You get. Superman being like, hey, sorry if I was a jerk back there, Jimmy, you know, you're my number one dude. And Jimmy being like, don't worry about it, Superman. I know. And this is going to be the best article I ever wrote because I literally saved the world. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so, like, nonchalant. And it's like, you should be, like, in in any semblance of reality, he would be, like, locked up by the CIA and be going through so much questioning. But no, instead, he's just going to write a little article and, like, be popular online for a day. And, like, yeah. <laughs> this what world happens? is just that happens every day. Something like that. Yeah, like, it's no. And then the the one thing that he he had like he had like thirty minutes left after he saved the world, um, still as the head of the planet team. Um, and so in the last couple panels, he wrote, "I love Lucy on the moon," and then his girlfriend's like, "Get over here." I don't he like her. She's a dick. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. She was mean to him at yeah. first. She was just like, "Oh, if you don't get this, like I'm leaving you." It's like, what? yeah, no. That, that, at cool, the beginning, man. she's like, "Jimmy deserves better." I mean, at least he can get off one more time and then break up with her. You know what I mean? Like, take advantage of the moment. Bear with me. That's that's fine. Her feeding for the moon is a lot to do to get laid. Um, and I do agree, he could probably be doing better with less effort. Yeah, agreed. I mean, he's just a little puppy dog. He's happy. Yeah. Having a good time, wide-eyed. He's also probably really annoying to be around, so it's probably hard for him to find people that actually like him. I mean, 
he has to press a watch to get Superman to hang out with him. You know what I mean? That's his best friend. Yeah, but he gave it to him, so. <laughs> but he gave it to him. Yeah. Not, it's not like Jimmy not, came up with this watch and now he has to come every time he calls him like a some sort of dog whistle. He really thought it was going to happen like two times. And now he's like, ah, oh, I'm too good of a guy to take it back. I mean, he's his best pal. He loves him. Nah, if I was Superman, I would have taken it back. I'd be like, you know what? Text me like a normal person. <laughs> But I'm not as good of a friend as Superman, so. No, he loves them. They're buds. That's, it's very it's very funny. And, I mean, to be fair, Jimmy did risk his life to save Superman from himself. Yeah. That's pretty That's pretty good he friendship. Has chance, he'll, he'll do what he has to do. That's right. He's all in. God damn it. Now I have Jimmy Olsen, too. Fuck! Oh, they did. Zack Snyder just had no idea what to do with Jimmy Olsen. What? I don't even remember him from the movies. Uh, I don't even think they said his last name. They uh they kill him like really? immediately. <laughs> really? Yeah, in the Batman vs Superman. It's because he's too happy. Like he's yeah, he didn't too know much what to do with that sweater wearing goofball uh, that just didn't fit. So he was like some CIA operative and gets shot in the face like immediately. That's insane. <laughs> Look, I I am not against dark, spooky, uh, superhero movies. I think that's a really cool direction to look at. Comic books have been doing it for years. But what I'm mad about is that this Superman is not, like, just make a movie about a different superhero. You know what I mean? Like, Zack Snyder did not really make a Superman movie. No. Because that's not really Superman. what I wish, they couldn't have done this at the beginning, because you got to do the regular one first. I mean, it's the first one. I would love to see him do an Injustice, where Superman goes bad. And it's super dark and super awesome. Man, see, that would be the right story it's, to do. Yeah, it's incredible. Like the Joker, like basically, uh, I don't want to spoil it. Actually, we'll read, we'll read it. We'll it's, read it. We'll read it. It's so so good. Okay, that's one I've actually heard of before. Like that's gotten around outside of just the core comic book fandom. Yeah. So that Snyder would be so good at. But yeah, he yeah. he didn't know what to do with like Happy Superman and old Mooncalf. Jimmy Olsen. Why did he make a Superman? Anyways, we, you know what? We'll do a, a special episode when we've done a hundred of these and we'll just, we'll just talk about Zack Snyder exclusively. I actually um, like Zack Snyder. I have mixed feelings, which is fine because not, a, and, not and no one's going to make a bunch of all, like all the things you like. I like some of it. I don't like some of it. And like, that's fine. You know, yeah. I have big opinion, opinions about the things I don't like, but in a fun way. Like, not in a, like, I can't, I hate this, but in a, like, I like to pick this apart because there's enough to pick apart. Yeah, I I like, I, I think he's talented, and I like a lot of the stuff he yeah. does. I totally agree with that. I think he's a really good filmmaker. Anyways, doesn't matter. What we're going to talk about now <laughs> is episode five, The Gospel According to Lex Luthor. This is so um, fun. This one. Put Superman what? in this position, like, oh my god. Yeah. See, this is the type like of... How on I didn't Earth. know this was coming, but I thought this type of thing was coming, which would help with a lot of the th- problems you had. Cause it, exactly. Because it shows... I, I mean, you'll you get to it. I, I don't want to... Yeah, no, 100%. This this is the one that completely... Like, I texted you in the middle of reading this one where I was like, shit, it worked. I love this. I'm having such a good time. Yeah, this um, one and the next one this... for two wildly different reasons, I absolutely love. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Get into why. They're they're two almost perfectly opposite representations because one we're getting basically pure Clark Kent, and then the other one we're getting this like incredibly 
keep an intimate look at Superman. And like you said last time, like they're the same person, but also they have like they represent sort of that person in different emotional states, yeah. which I think played with really well in the way that he's Clark Kent in this issue and he's Superman most of next issue. Yeah. And the, the things they're dealing with in both of those, it's like, it's just really cool. So great. It's such a good like showcase of the character. And Lex Luthor. So yes. we open with Lex getting so sentenced to like, he's literally listed with Attila the Hun, Genghis Khan, Al Capone, Adolf Hitler, and Lex Luthor. Yeah. What, <laughs> what company. a wild list of the worst people. Yeah. Real <laughs> like, bad. Not a list you want to be on. But also, like, putting Al Capone on a list with Adolf Hitler yeah, Al Capone is so is a lot, but... wild to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, just... A bad guy, of course, but... Like, he was a bad guy, but I wouldn't put him yeah. on the same list as, yeah. like, Attila If you're comparing <laughs> body counts, like, that's... He's not even in the same arena. Exactly. So I'm like, is Lex Luthor more Hitler or more Capone? Because, like, I think he's a bit more Hitler, but he's only got the reach of Capone, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's probably in between somewhere. Which is maybe why they put Capone yeah. on the list as, as uh, yeah. a justification for Lex why. Luthor being on the list. Yeah. I mean, you got to throw a criminal in there, too. Like, a criminal, like, big wig. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Worse. To be like, he also broke tax law, which is just yeah. as bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't pay taxes. Yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, so he, like, you know, you're the worst. Um, you see all these people as, as heroes, and you're terrible. And Lex Luthor is like, Superman made me do it. He should be on that list, too. And then he gets sentenced to, to death. Um, the electric and chair. He's, yeah, and the electric chair. <laughs> what year chair. are we in? <laughs> That's really, you're so evil, we want to want to be able to hear you die. <laughs> yeah. What a mode of execution. <laughs> what, a, what a mode of torture. Um, so they're going to Stryker's Island, which is where Lex Luthor is held. Which is definitely, um, uh, what is, oh god, my, my mind. You're thinking of Rikers? Yes, Rikers, and also the one here that is right over there, Alcatraz. Alcatraz, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, wow, I, that's fine. My brain is fine. Um, <laughs> Clark Kent is on assignment because Lex Luthor requested it, because he's, what I like about this, too, is it, it establishes, not, like, through him having to do the job a lot, but that everyone knows Clark Kent is one of the best reporters out there. And he's just a good... Yeah, he's good at his job. He might be a bumbling idiot, journalist. but he's good at his job. He's clumsy. Yeah, that's, he's, a, yeah that, that, that's a better way to put it. Yeah, and he's not he's very well spoken, but, but he's... Yeah. Yeah, he's a fantastic journalist. Yeah, but he's got he a way to get to, like, the root of the story. And to me, that's, like... Part of it is obviously because he's Superman, so he has, has, like, knowledge of things and whatever. But, like, it seems this story really drives home that it's actually Clark. It's, it's him. It's not the superpowers that make him a really good journalist. Yeah. Um, it's that he's very, like, he's just very goofy and people just open up yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah, he's you disarming, know? you know. It's, yes, exactly. Um, so Lex Luthor, who is being allowed to do a lot of weird science, um, inside of... The yeah, he's got a lot more free reign than I would think someone on death row would have, but... <laughs> I, I don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> but, like, it's the comic book, you know? Yeah. 
Um, and he's building this robot that is supposed to be able to read every single book in the world to you at, like, any moment. But all it can read um, is uh, Ulysses and A Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> that's, that's a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. Two, two of what we all know is the most accessible books in the Western canon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously Clark Kent immediately trips over something and uh, unplugs a machine that might have actually just electrocuted Lex Luthor if he weren't careful. And so he's really he thankful to Clark. saving him, but in the Clark Kent bubbling around yes. is so good. And I so thought, good. I was like, Superman either did that on purpose. Oh, he was doing all of it on purpose. He uses all of that, all that clumsiness. It's so... He was able to be the hero without anyone knowing. Because his whole deal is that he has to save people, and he doesn't want anybody to get hurt ever. It's so good. I'm learning now is actually what matters about Superman, and the fact that he's super overpowered and has all these magic things he could do is not... What matters, it's the crushing weight of his emotional, like, instability that is interesting about this character. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you could do all those things, I mean, you yeah. can hear when anything bad's happening. It's like, if yeah. you ever want to take a time for yourself, like, no. someone's dying at that point that you probably could save. So like, how, do you, that, like, how do you balance it, that, you know? It'd be mentally destructive. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's what we learned from it's Superman. such a burden. Yeah, yeah, and that really is, like, I mean, the next story really explores that even more. But, I love it. Um, so really, like, there's not a whole lot of, like, plot, I can say, happens in this section because it really is just Luther going on this, like, at times really beautifully clear and at times utterly unhinged rant yeah. about how Superman is actually the bad guy. Yeah, because he's, like, the and smartest like, man yeah. alive, but he's yeah. also insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's like, he's. there's no way that he could be a good guy, it's definitely all terrible, he makes fun of Clark Kent for using shorthand, he's like, would you learn it from your grandma? He's so mean to Clark while he's just no, saving his life, like, behind his back, and he doesn't even notice. Oh, also this whole time, the whole time they're chatting, Lex Luthor is going through his, like, workout routine, and he's got this little, like, short, like, super short sleeve white shirt and little orange, you know, like, prison orange shorts, right. and he looks like Mr. Clean, yeah, like, in a does. big way. He really does, <laughs> yes. the bald head and everything. With the white shirt and the yeah. muscles are so funny. And then he makes Clark Kent touch his muscle, and he's like, see, that's a real muscle. He grabs his bicep, and he's like, that's muscle made by hard work, not by superpowers. <laughs> yeah, that's like, part of why he hates him, is he's like, yeah. I had to work so hard for everything I have, he just has it. Like, that's not fair. That shouldn't be right. that way. And it just Which drives him like, crazy. I really like that they made that, this huge motivation for the main bad guy, or the main antagonist for Superman, because it is this, like... I think very real thing that would happen. I mean, I get jealous of people because they have like a nicer dining room table than me on Instagram, right? Like, can you imagine yeah. if you like gave well, a shit about that? Because he's worked so hard just... to be the like best at everything. Yeah. And then this guy just rolls in and can do it all. It's just like, like with oh, no yes, effort. Because the can't. sun is yellow, I can do everything I want. Yeah. Like that would suck. Yeah, it drives him crazy with his ego. 
And exactly, like I, I like to think that I'd be the kind of person that could get through that. Generally speaking, I'm able to be like, I'm happy for you. I don't want you to die and leave me all the things yeah, you own really that I want jealous. to own. Uh, I'm lucky with that. Like, I, I, I wish I could do things it. that people could do, but I'm not like, yeah. oh, fuck you for being like. I'm okay with other people being able to have these things. I'm like, I wish I did yeah. too, but I'm, I don't. I'm, I don't oh, get good mad on at you. people for having like, things. Good I on don't you. Want. Good, yeah. God yeah. bless. I don't get mad at people for having things I want. It's more that like I get mad at the world for not letting me have it too. You know. Anyways, uh, I can, but I can see. This is really good at kind of giving that insight about how Lex Luthor is like obviously a person turned up to 11, but there is a root of like, this is just good yeah. old fashioned jealousy. Yeah. There's something like, relatable there still. Very human. Yeah. Like a At very core, fundamentally human something feeling. Relatable. Yeah, exactly. Which is great. And the fact that it's a very funny uh, thing too. And then, <laughs> so then they're walking around the prison yard and suddenly this little guy who uh, is, you know, a bad guy, he's a little purple guy and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, Lex Luthor. And he starts blowing up. And he gets bigger and bigger. And Lex Luthor is just really casual about the fact that this guy draws on power. And um, Superman realizes that he's super fucking powerful. And that as long as he's around, this guy is going to get bigger and bigger and more powerful. But he can't let anyone know that he's, you know, right. Superman. And so we get, like, what is so slapstick. And I'm so impressed with the ability i mean i know that this is like really obvious to people who read a lot of comic books but i didn't realize they could do slapstick so well oh, yeah. i didn't realize that like you could get the sort of like there's a moment when and lex is completely fucking oblivious so there's smoke bombs going off and superman's trying to run around and save people but he's got to be clark kent the whole time and lex luther is just blah 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 and yeah. like walking away yeah, he's such an egomaniac and self-involved that he doesn't realize what's going on around no idea yeah and so like and then clark kent is also like kind of continuing the conversation and keeping lex like yeah Yeah. tell me more you know spinning a bunch of plates it's great yeah he is he is there's my favorite one is that like there's all these uh prisoners coming running with sticks after him um and he just quietly turns around and like ice like blows ice air all over them and freezes them just you know really fast over his shoulder and then he comments huh some security system you got here yeah he just plays (laughs) everything off like it's it's masterful it's so funny um and so you know superman is trying to save people from the big nasty purple guy who's running through and he finally like um uh (laughs) Lex Luthor puts on this white jacket. First of all, he's wearing this, like, white lab coat, but he's still wearing his little shorts. So in some angles, he just looks like he's going completely commando yeah. <laughs> underneath the dress. And I'm like, yes, good for you, Lex. Like, you're going to die soon. You know what I mean? Show yeah, some he's Lex. got, like, a Winnie the Pooh thing going on. Yeah, he really does. He really does. Um, and he leads Clark Kent down to this basement because Lex Luthor really does run this prison like it's very funny how there are no guards present after like the very first time the purple guy breaks out of his his like uh uh chair all of the the guards are like well there's nothing we can do here and they just get the fuck out yeah like we don't make enough for this this is not these are not not part of our job no thank you no absolutely not you know what it's with god now we're we're not involved yeah i mean and why would you risk your life to save a bunch of like 
death row convicts from this no. monster when you're probably getting barely you? minimum wage. <laughs> like, exactly. Fuck that. No, absolutely no not. Uh, no, it makes perfect sense. Um, so through all of this, the giant purple monster has been growing bigger and bigger and is running behind them. And finally, when Lex finally turns around and notices it, at that moment, it becomes too big and it falls through the floor and Lex is able to just kick it a couple times and it well, dies. Well, did you notice that it falls through the floor partially because Superman's like stomping? Yeah, because Superman is like he's literally breaking like, the, the floor so it's it's weaker, so he will fall through. He's going to cause an earthquake, he yeah. says. Well, literally he's like he like stomping on the floor. Clark Kent is causing the earthquake. Yeah, it's just so good. <laughs> I hadn't noticed that. That's so funny. Yeah. And then, and then Lex Luthor is like, nobody gets in Luthor's way. <laughs> and he just, like, kills, kills the guy and takes all the credit for it. And then, finally, we get to his little secret lair in the prison where we find a monkey dressed as Superman and a door to an underground cavern, which is an escape route, for Clark to take, because it turns out Lex could leave any time he wanted. He just chooses to stay in prison. Yeah. And it's like the river <laughs> sticks or something. Like, And he just, he just shows Clark Kent. Yeah, but then like his escape is like on the river sticks like, with the boat. And like, it's yeah, and so lady, weird. I don't, I don't know why. Why is and that? It's why is it that? Nastasia, who speaks 30 languages. Um, and wants to rule the world, and like, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and and Clark Kent tries to reason with him. Yeah, and it's like a big red. It is literally like, yeah, he's in hell. I, I don't, I'm not sure the reason for that. It's delightful, but I, I have no idea why that was happening. It's fine. You know what? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on board. Like exactly, <laughs> exactly. The, the the genius of this is that I stopped asking questions. <laughs> It's just like you know what? Yeah, I like to think he's just such like a megalomaniac that that was his escape was like basically leaving from the underworld back to the you know crossing over. Yeah. So he just went so elaborate with it. So, to mimic so that. and so when like, it could have just been a hole villain. that he crawled out of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and and Clark tries to be like you know you don't have to be like this. You don't have to. Stay in the prison. You can do, you can be better. And he's like, no, I'm good. I don't need to escape. I'm actually going to go back because I already did what I wanted to do. I killed Superman. Yeah, he's satisfied. Yep. And then we get this really beautiful page with Nasty, which she likes to be called. Um, <laughs> she's she's rowing the boat and asks, where to, Mr. Kent? And you just see Superman. And he's real big, but he's hunched yeah, he's over. he's slumped. And his face is so small, and you just get this, it's, like, harrowing. Like, everything, we've had this really funny, goofy time, and then everything just slams back in and, like, hits him. Yeah, I mean, that must have been exhausting. Yeah, Even yeah, for him. and just realizing that, like, Lex did it on purpose, and he's gonna die, and, like, this is... Well, yeah, he's asked to reason, oh, or deal with that, too. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I, maybe yeah. I am gonna die. <laughs> no, this is how, that. this is why it happened, and, like... It's just really amazing how in one panel there's a slight shift in the coloring 
and just the way that that Clark is drawn, it just really feels like, and knowing the episode that comes next, it's like Jimmy Olsen, goofy fun, and then Lex Luthor, goofy little, little more violent, but we're still having a yeah. lot of fun, and then just slamming into this moment of Superman, like, having to acknowledge and deal with his own mortality again, and then we're going to get ready for episode six, Funeral in Smallville. I love this one so much. They kind of did this in the first Christopher Reeve movie. Yeah? Um, and they s- made an attempt in the Man of Steel Snyder one, but it was really, yeah. really fucking stupid. Like, they um, just had his dad die for, like, really no reason. Right. Like, he just, like, went into a tornado and was like, don't help me. <laughs> like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, people see Superman. you have power. Like, I, it was really stupid. It's just because he like, needed to die. Superman. Yeah, like, they just wanted him to die. Like, this, what they use here, it's the same thing they do in the Christopher Reeve one. And it's something yeah. he can't do anything about. Which is the point. It's like the one thing he can't do yeah, anything about. It's the point. It's him and it learning wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, it's him learning that you can't save everyone. Exactly. And in that other version, he could have. He just could have gone and got him. He just didn't. He just, yeah. And then I bet he feels really bad about it forever. Anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, I mean, it, was causing, it was to cause, you know, uh, an issue, like turmoil and uh, emotions and blah, blah, blah. But right, it was just yeah, done yeah. so fucking stupid. There are better ways to do that. Yeah, so, and it's right here. We'll get to that. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get, get to, to the better we way. Snyderverse conversation. This is the right way to do it. Yeah. Like, so, and it's beautiful. We are in Kansas. We are standing in a field. And Pa Kent is telling this really lovely story about how he'd been married to Ma for 10 years already. We just didn't seem very long. Like, when did they get married? Did they get married when they were 20? And then 10 years later, they didn't have any kids. They were like, well, we're 30 now, giving up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, knowing the Midwest like I do. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> so funny. Another, like, super Especially old. Especially that generation. Like, I think my parents were married in college. Like, it was just a different But, like, world. you could still have kids at, like, 30, though. Anyways. But they couldn't. I mean, but within 10 years, they realized that having kids was not going to happen for them, right? Like, they probably had tried for 10 years, and they were just like, well, it's not going to happen. And they had given up on the idea, and they were really sad about it. And then here comes Superman. And what a a gift that is. Yeah, and it's a really beautiful moment where you have, like, it's a bit of goofing around, but there's just a really, like, Pa Kent is driving home this idea of, like, it must mean something. Like, why did it happen to us? I'm so glad that it did, but clearly this is kind of like miracle, some kind of divine inter- intervention. You know, it has to mean something. And he's trying to convince Superman, Clark, to, to leave Smallville, to go, because we realize now that we're in a flashback, right? Right. And so, first of all, <laughs> we get introduced. I'm so happy when this happened. Um, there's a dog. Crypto the super dog. This dog, and I love him. Um, he shows up and he causes a small crater because he's so excited. Yeah. And then you realize that um, he's come to play fetch, and Superman picks up a whole tree. Yeah, he just whips a tree like at the moon. <laughs> so, so, good. The moon. And, so good. And like Hawkins trying to kind of have a conversation about like. You know, you're bigger than this place. You have this opportunity to go work in the city. You got to go. You got to do big things because it means something that you're here. And Superman is like, hold on, my dog's here. And it just like literally 
like rips off his shirt to show the Superman suit underneath, and he screams, woohoo! And he flies off into space to play with his dog. And, like, that was the first moment where it was really clear the playful, happy-go-lucky, like, you know, that he grew up really happy, and he's this fundamentally really happy person, at least at this point in his life, right? And, like... That's usually how Superman is. And it's so good. It's so good. I love it so much. It's great. Um, So Superman's off flying in space, playing with his dog, and this strange car full of travelers pulls up and offers their help with the upcoming harvest. And Superman gets home the next morning, you know, wakes up, yawn, puts on a little sweatshirt. He's very nerdy and cute. Um, I also really love the way that they draw Ma Kent. She just looks like somebody you want to give a hug to right away. Like, she yeah. just looks so warm. There's always cookies healthy. in the oven that are about to yeah. come out. You know she smells like baked goods twenty. Yeah. There's a pie cooling on the windowsill at all times. There's really, like, three things on the stove in this first frame, like, where she's in the kitchen, and, like, there's a big pot on the yeah, stove. Yeah, pot. You know she's just so cooking good. away. Yeah, I love her. She just exudes, like, warmth. Um, and so Clark gets introduced to the harvesters because, um, you know, Hawk Kent likes to do it the old-fashioned way, doesn't want Superman to do the whole harvest in one day. And we get introduced to this really quirky set of characters. There's Calvin Elder, who is very intense and has very, very short hair and has piercing eyes. And then we've got... Uh, what is this guy's name? I can't remember. Um, but we've got a guy in 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 wrap bandage face, and then a little impish kind of guy. I think and the it, little guy is Mister Mixapitalix. Yes. Yeah. Well, they get their name. Like we find out their their identities later. Yeah. Because you know, I don't know who the other two are, but because he's a named character, I assume there's yeah. there's somebody. I just don't know. Right. And I want to like. This is such a fun, this is so fun. I want to dive into, like, what this is like in the larger canon. I love um, Mr. Mix and Piddlings. He's, he, he's like <laughs> this, he's basically like a god being from another dimension that just likes to fuck with Superman. Like, he doesn't want to kill yeah. him. He just likes to come and, like, harass him. He, he's it's just like kind his, of a goofy guy. It's like his play thing. Like, and if anyone <laughs> is about to kill him, he'll often show up and, like, save him. Like, not, right. just because he wants to keep being able to mess around with him. Like, not because he actually want, like, cares. Like, <laughs> just this weird little dude, and it's such a weird name. And, like, the only way to get him to go away, I believe, is to make him say his name maybe backwards or something like that. <laughs> and, and Superman always tricks him into doing it somehow. It's, it's so oh, weird so and silly, but, yeah. I just did not realize that Superman was this funny. Like, it's a very silly funny and i don't mean that in a like in a in a not taking it seriously way right like I, that's like a high compliment to me is something that's able to make me feel like kind of silly goofy right like yeah. it's just a really good balance of being genuinely funny and also just being like fairly lighthearted even with really heavy stuff which gets in, in this issue yeah. like it gets I mean, really heavy but it, unless you're doing something like an injustice it kind of has to be because yeah it, the premise is ridiculous you can just Exactly. He can do almost anything. Like, he can't really yeah. be hurt. Like, of course it's a little silly. You can't take it too seriously. And that's kind of true with, with everything we've read so far. And I would say, like, even Fantastic Four had some good moments of being like, look, this is a comic book. We're having a silly, goofy time. 
Yeah. And again, not like it's there. There is massive capability to tell really important, big, you know, emotional stories. Yeah. But there are a lot of emotions in a silly good time too, right? Of like, of course. And I just really, I'm glad to find out that Superman is is like that. So Superman is chatting about what's going on um, in the diner with his like high school sweetheart who just seems like a little peach. Like, and it's, we're sort of, I'm guessing this is the nineties is kind of where they're vaguely placing this just for the continuity of kind of, you know, having yeah, it from the modern day. Uh, because they, like, she is a hundred percent dressed like I dressed in 2001, probably maybe like 1999. Well, considering it's the Midwest, uh, to go back another decade. Cause we were yeah. usually a little far behind. <laughs> <laughs> It might actually be like 2010, 2000. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and they're having, you know, he's talking about, Clark is telling his friends about the weird people staying at his farm. And they're like, don't worry about it. And then they, they're also telling him like, you, why are you debating about staying here at the farm? Like, why would you do that? Or Smallville, like you're so much bigger than this place. Why would you stay here? And he's like, ah, but mom and pa and like, See, that didn't break right through to me the being city. from the Midwest. Like, my parents were very uh, supportive about leaving, but everyone else was like, why would you want to leave? Like, you're crazy. Interesting. Yeah. So and my weird. parents were not the norm, a lot of <laughs> to actually be supportive of leaving. <laughs> right. Well, and his friends are really supportive of the lo- of of the move, too, which I think is really interesting and cool. Uh He's like seems to be the only one that's like, no, I can't. Yeah. No, I, I can't leave. Yeah. But that makes sense because it's not only that it's the only place he's ever known, it's the only place he's ever known on Earth or at all, right? right. Like he's literally from another fucking planet. Like right. he has no idea what to expect from somewhere else. Yeah. And I mean there's safety of being at home. Like that's why right. most people don't leave where I grew up. It's like this is what I know. It's safe. I get it. Right. I understand it. It's predictable. I know what's happening here. I know what my life is going to look like. I can guess what it's going to be like when I'm 40, 50, 60. Uh, That's so weird. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Um, It would have been way cooler if you'd known Superman. Um, We also find out that his friends both know who Superman is. Um, Superman overhears somebody talking about the, quote, Kansas Superman, um, and he's like, what the fuck? What's going on? So he finds the three travelers, the, like, the, the harvesters, which is a very creepy name. Yeah. Sounds That's like the name I'm giving them. Movie. They're the harvesters for now. They're not for another panel of you. Um, and he is trying to overhear them and he's like, oh, this Calvin Elder guy has superpowers. See? Um, and he has an action suit like mine. And then... <laughs> Crypto's like, grrr, and he's like, shh. And then um, we see these guys, uh, they're over, they're looking at a dead body, and they're like, oh, my God, um, the chronovore has sucked this guy's life away, he's stolen all of his time, We gotta, and you kind of realize, this is when we, the audience, realize that they're, like, from another place, and they're coming here to hunt some kind of evil that's entered our world. Yeah. Then uh, Calvin Elder sneaks up behind Superman and Superman's like absolutely the fuck not yeah. <laughs> like no how no and this is what we find out and this was so I was so satisfied with this reveal 
This is when we find out that remember back in the bad date with Lois when she meets, like, kind of get these, we get the future Superman and we get the ancient past Superman. And I was like, that was stupid. Well, <laughs> yep. He the payoff, Told you baby, come back. Because, because, oh, yeah. No, I immediately was just like, I, the thought that went through my head was Josh was right. I have to trust this author. <laughs> like, I have to trust this writer. Oh, I'm so mad. I love hearing that. You were right. I know. It's the worst. Oh, it tastes like poison. I'm sati- satiated. I'm not going to have to eat <laughs> for have a to week. Say it again for like I am at least so a year. full. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll find something to talk to about you. <laughs> back, but yeah, I'll do behind your back. My head's getting way now. too big. Um, <laughs> but this is when we find out that Calvin Elder is in fact the Superman of 80, 85,250. And that the, uh, uh, you know, we have, is what he calls himself, and he's the Superman yeah. of the fifth dimension. Yeah, his, I mean, just looking at his name actually spelled, I believe it's pronounced Mr. Mixpitalix, but it's it's just all consonants. <laughs> it's just Z's and X's and yeah. K's, and it's great. But it's such perfect, like, that's such a perfect glimpse of sort of that retro idea of what futuristic words sounded like, and it was all Z's and X's and K's and just, like, unusable consonants. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, such a perfect, like, 1950s fifth dimension name. I, like, I love it. And then also the unknown Superman of 804500. So we have, like, the whole payoff for for seeing the the mummy superman who asked you have to find out who j-lo is um yeah. i'm waiting for that payoff yeah seriously. um so they're like we're here because of this carnivore he's a nasty dude we've been hunting him down we actually work for you know we formed a coalition with other supermen to keep the time continuum safe so it's very uh it's it's uh uh, uh like that loki show right yeah. that the time timekeepers that whole thing police yeah, yeah exactly which i love like i i think that if you're going to introduce multiple dimensions and timelines and stuff then like having a group of basically super super powered bureaucrats keeping it in line is very fun to me and not Jay, i love that. not john claude vanda <laughs> that yeah. stinks i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i loved it when i was little so excited to do it oh it's so Oh, I hate it when that happens so much. That happened to me when I... three really cool scenes that I remembered, but the rest of it's just garbage. Garbage bad. That's so upsetting. Maybe next time you get the idea that you want to watch it, you can just watch those scenes on YouTube. Yeah. Well, uh, every time I think of a movie I loved when I was younger, I'm always terrified. It's like, oh, it's going to be another time. That's the only one that's really No, that's... The rest that happened to me with Labyrinth, and I can't, like... I'm terrified now. Like, I I watched Labyrinth again because Max, my husband, had never seen it. And um, I was like, it's so good. You're going to love it. And we were watching it. And I like every 15 minutes, I'd be like, no, no, no. I'm really certain it gets better. And I'm like, this next part is like, I think it's really good. That's the worst when you're showing it to someone too. Like, oh my God, I was so embarrassed. just get ready. I was so embarrassed. It's such a bad movie. It's such a bad, it's genuinely such a bad movie. Like, it's just not, there is nothing. Anyways. We we just um, did that with, uh, uh. The Robin Hood from 2018. With you Jared were talking Edgerton. about how much you love that movie. I, lo- I still love it. I was yeah. really worried. He hated it so much. Oh, no. Oh, it's it's not good, but I just love it so much. I love it. You know what? That's Sometimes that's how it is. I mean, that's how I feel about I love Terry Edgerton. He can do no wrong. Well, um, we'll talk about that another time. But anyways, <laughs> we, um, we get this really great sequence where 
Superman is like, no, you have to let me help. And the the group of supermen are like, no, this is way out of your league, dude. We are your descendants. We're way ahead of you. Like, we have so much more power than you do. You are out of your fucking league. Let us handle this. Yeah. And Superman just, like, won't let them. Um, and yeah, then he just can't. See, he doesn't have that in him. He doesn't know how to let someone else do something if he thinks he can do it himself. And it's such a good way to illustrate that because it's literally the only other people that could possibly make him feel like he could let them take care of it would be literally him in the future. Well, that's what I was hoping that this would do was because yeah. it shows him in a situation where he's not the top dog. Like, he's no. not the most powerful. No, but and that, and that doesn't make him, unlike Lex Luthor, that doesn't drive him to jealousy it just like he can't let go of the idea that yeah. he still has to help. Yeah, him having to like come to terms with that and deal with it is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and at the same time, we have the original like 80 4500 uh Superman is back <clears throat> talking to Clark Kent or not Clark Kent, Pa Kent. And he's chatting with him about, you know, are you going to move back to Smallville? What's going to go on with the farm? And they're just having like a really nice chat um and then at the end pa kent is like he'll be okay won't he the boy and uh 80 4500 superman says it all comes out right in the end it's a very sweet moment yeah um we cut back to the big battle and superman just won't get out of the way until he's he's fighting and fighting this is so sad yeah. Fighting and fighting, and he gets attacked by the Cronivore, basically, and it ate three minutes of his life. And we fight, and then, and future Superman is like, and in those three minutes, Jonathan Kent suffered a fatal heart attack. And so Superman is trying to help. Finally, you know, ancient Superman slides in. He finally gets Superman to stop because Superman hears, or rather no longer hears, his father's heartbeat. Right. And this is the thing that established a little bit earlier, that they can he can just recognize people's heartbeat. Yeah, he can hear everything. And he flies back, and, and you see, and it's just such a beautiful... Mm, it's so beautiful because he's like, no, like, Pa, not my Pa, I can save him. And you see Ma running through the wind to the field, like, to find her husband, and Superman is flying so fast, screaming, I can save everybody, that his yeah. hair is on fire because he's moving so fast. Absolutely certain he can save everybody. And then the very next page is the fucking funeral. Yeah, because that's one thing, even if he was right there, there's nothing. He it wouldn't have mattered. With all his power, you matter. can't stop something like that from happening. And it just gut-checked me. Like, I, I thought that we were going to have him, like, get there and have, like, a last moment. But no. He yep. didn't. He didn't get there, and he didn't get to say, like, the last thing he said to his dad was, like, can I throw this tree at the dog, right? Yeah. Like, you know, or, like, or, you know, whatever he said that morning. Right. Just and regular we, bullshit. Exactly. Exactly. Because he had no idea, and how could he? Um, so they're all at the funeral, uh, and it's it's really beautiful, and, and Superman gives a eulogy about how much he learned from his father, um, and then he is back at the house and he's decided to move to Metropolis because Ma Kent is like, no, you know what? Now that my husband's gone, I'm not going to keep up the farm. Absolutely fuck all of that. I want to go live in Smallville. I want to gossip with the girlies. I want to hang out in the general store. I'm fine. 
get out. Like, you're going to cramp my style if you stay in Smallville. But then she also gives him, like, you know, another pep talk about what his father said about, like, you are bigger than us. You are bigger than this place. You are even bigger than Metropolis. But, like, you have to get out there and you have to help people. Pushing this idea that, like, his whole life, he's also, like, not beyond what he feels intrinsically, he's been told by the people he loves the most in the world, your job is to help people. You yeah. have to go where you can help the most people. I love that his parents are, like, genuinely good people. Yeah. Because it's yeah, so much, really there's so are. much, like, bad dad superheroes or, like, you know, yeah. and then bad every parents Disney, or whatever. And every Disney princess has a terrible mom, and so it's just, like, yeah. awful for everyone. Yeah. Um, I do. I like that. And I also like that they die old. That, like, Pocket has a heart attack in the field when he is old, which is just, like, yeah. not a, a traumatic, you know, it's bad and it's traumatic, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's not that's like what old people do. They die. Your kid. Like, yeah, old people die. That's what happens. Exactly. And, like, the fact that he gets to have a whole, like, an adulthood with his parents, which so many superheroes, like, they lose their, their parents when they're younger. Yeah. So it's really cool that he gets to have that. I mean, obviously, it's so sad that Pa died. Um, and and uh, Clark is so sad that he didn't get to say goodbye. And then we see the three Superman, and then, like, past ancient Superman starts to take off his bandages. And uh, it is not past Superman. It is current, the Superman we've been with this whole time, who is dying from the sun exposure, who went back to his youth, because he remembered the moment happening, and he just did it so he could spend a little time with his dad yeah. before he died. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's great. It's really fantastic. It's so good, and he doesn't change anything, and he's with him, well, and he's he there. Because he can't change he, anything. Except that he couldn't, exactly. He's like, literally with all this there power, there's him. nothing he can do. He's there with him moments before it happens. And he leaves because he knows there's nothing he can do. And yeah, even, it's him coming to know, terms with the fact that he can't save everyone. There are some things out of his control. Exactly. And that it was it was a good thing that he left, right? And that like it was it all turned out in a way that was really good. Just like just like he said to his dad who asked him, Is the boy gonna be okay? And he's like, It all turns out right. Like, don't worry. Yeah. Which is just so when you find out that's him talking yeah. to his yeah. dad when he was a dad. Yeah, he oh, like God. it's like he gave him permission to die. Like he did. You know, it's he like he almost he knew he was about to go, and he's like, "Is he gonna be all right without me?" So he gave him some peace. Yeah, yeah, he will be. Like, and that's he all he could do. He couldn't save him. Himself. All he could do is give him that peace before he. All he could do is say like, "Don't worry, it's gonna be okay." Yeah. And then, and the fact that he also got to give the gift to himself of like getting to have that yeah. moment with dad actually have a and no dad died at peace. Yep. Ah, oh, so beautiful. And then we get um. This is a little, a little goofy, but it was fine. We get like uh, some other members of the Council of Supermen people, whatever. Um, one of them has a fabulous 60s bob. She's gorgeous. I love her. <laughs> about her. And then Magic Gold Superman gives our Superman um, a, a magic fancy rose yeah, that rose basically symbolizes like it, it, the eternality of care and. It's kind of cheesy, like, it's it's kind of weird how he gets it, but then the next, of course, the last page is him placing this, like, magic special, like, the the, the power of eternal love rose at the gravesite yeah. of Jonathan Kent. It's great. And it's now, and he's, you know, at the at the grave, and, and this is great 
full page image of Superman just acknowledging, right? And like, just, you just know he goes there all the time, but he's, yeah, but, and it's like that, that, what I like about it is he's not crying, he's not in anguish. It's this representation of the part of grief where it's just like, this is a sadness I live with and I'm fine, but I will just have this sadness with me forever. Yeah, and that's it's, just how it it's is. That acceptance. Exactly, exactly. Um, and yeah, so that, that wraps up the first half of All Star yeah. Superman. What a fucking ride. So good. I it's am better than so I, I actually thought happy. it was. Like, I knew it was good. I know it's been yeah. talked about as one of the better Superman stories. Like, just, yeah. a, just a little while ago, uh, James Gunn was, like, on Twitter, and he posted pictures of himself reading this. That's not why I chose ooh, it, but ooh. I noticed that, like, right before. Oh, that's really exciting. That is really exciting to yeah. hear. Look, I don't think it's ever necessarily a good thing if only one guy is in charge of, like, too much stuff, but I do really, really like James Gunn, and I think he's going to give us some really good movies and then some probably bad ones, but the well, ones that are good are going to be really good. You need someone steering the ship. Like, exactly. You can have and one person writing vision. everything and directing everything, but you need a Faye or, or a gun to, like, to keep Oh, it, I would really like it, him to do the this The stories in, in the right way and, you know, yeah. and put your two cents well, in, I, like, when you're a producer. Like, uh, maybe tweak this, tweak that, what have exactly. you. And kind of, like, making it so that there can be a cohesive feel to things that are supposed to feel cohesive. Right. But I also hope that they don't go, this is kind of off, topic of this wonderful comic book that we're reading but i really hope that they end up sticking with the way that dc does things which is very much like here's a story all right reset here's a different one and not try to make an dc like well, just give a lot of different batmans and superman and stuff like that's what we like it's fun they're kind of doing both. you know give me like eight different harley quins they're kind of doing both they're trying to set yeah. up a, a cinematic universe but they're doing elseworld yeah. stories so we'll have pattinson's batman that's his own thing. He's not going to be the Batman in that cinematic universe, yeah. if you will. And, Which is perfect. And you'll get the Joker and, and doing that whole thing and other various stories. Because that's what's so fun about this. And, and yeah, that's, what, that's what's so cool about the way that comic books have developed over time is that there is this permission to just be like, basically write your own fan fiction and make it like whatever version of canon you want. It's like, oh, yeah. you want this character to go and be, you know, the opposite version of himself and be evil? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, go. Like, has let's the Elseworld stories. Marvel has like what ifs. Um, yeah, like I love. I don't care um, about continuity in comic books. I, I, I think I'm in the no. minority on that. It just, I just want a good story. I don't really care. I want continuity in this in the story. Like I want the yeah, single the story, story to be like. Yeah. But I don't care how we got there. Like if it's a stupid reason that this is no, happening, or it goes back to the status quo for a stupid reason. As long as the story was good in between, don't care. Exactly. Exactly. That's, I mean, it's the same reason I like, uh, sitcoms because I don't, I don't mind if you have to reset at the end, as long as you like get there in a good way. Like yeah. that's fine with me. The comics always go back to the status quo. They just do. Like everyone yeah. gets all upset. It's like, Oh, they changed this, changed that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We'll just give it like six months. It'll, it'll be back. To what the I do like about this is that at least in this sort of arc, the through line of Superman, like he is dying in every episode, in yeah. every issue. That's how he is over still dying. Head. Yeah, um, I did. I did. You know, turn the page, and uh, the next episode we're gonna start with. Yeah, I just saw is that too. A Bizarro one. Yeah, and I only know about Bizarro stuff. Like, I, I, I get the like. You know, I've seen it in the ether. I get it. But what I mostly know about it is from C Lab twenty twenty one. 
<laughs> where everything just says Bizarro. Um, yeah. He's and, just the opposite of Superman. I actually was surprised. I'm so excited. I, I turned over and saw that as well, and I was a little surprised. I thought the the one we did before was just there right. touching on Bizarro. I didn't think they were actually going to. It was just like, yeah, 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 we we know this. We're doing this. That's that's all. But yeah, we're gonna actually nope. get it. We so get red kryptonite, bad Superman, and we're also gonna get Bizarro Superman. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm thrilled. I am so much more excited to go into this back half than I was yep. when we started on this journey. This is why I wanted to like finally read Superman because I knew there had to be something in this character because he's so popular and so yeah. widely loved. Yeah. And I'm 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 starting to, I'm starting to get it. He's yeah. just a lovable guy. Yep. I mean, you also get more with uh, some Justice League stories when you see him interact with like Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah. And, and the rest of the team. Uh, you get. That's gonna be really stuff. cool. I would love to see. I mean, and I'm wondering if they'll touch on this in in this about him, sort of like how the Justice League comes about. But I'm certain there are also a lot of runs that kind of explore the different ways that these people came together. Um, and I yeah. would love to see that because that again has not been captured well in films <laughs> i really love his relationship with batman i just i feel like they're the odd couple yeah it's like he's batman's best friend but uh he's he, superman uh, batman isn't superman's best friend it's jimmy Olsen. <laughs> oh yeah <Yay>. <laughs> poor robin <laughs> that's really funny that's really really funny some batman stuff too I think I know yeah. what, oh, yeah. what to do for the first one, but. And I mean, when we get to Batman, I have a lot more familiarity with Batman in the animated series and the movies. But again, yeah. he'll come knowledge. Yeah. Um, but I have, I have totally turned to 180 on Superman. I, I don't, I can't say that I'm like, you know, biggest fan or that like I'm, I'm obsessed with Superman or even close to that, but I get it now. Like I see why I'm intrigued. I'm excited to read the rest of this and I am not nearly as resistant to the idea of reading more Superman in the future. Oh, that brings me a lot of joy. That was what yeah. I was hoping for with this. And, and again, me I hadn't too. read this, so I wasn't 100% sure it was going to deliver. I just knew people I respected liked it. So Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I'm so glad that it did go that way because I was going to, like, finish it out of spite, and I was really not looking forward to hate reading all of the rest of the pages that are in this, but yeah. I'm really excited now that I will actually it is, enjoy it. That would have been tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I, you know, I don't want to make this show just about things we don't like. So it was really fun talking about something I enjoyed so much and being able to go on about the things about it that I liked. Um, I even got so much more used to the art style this time too. Now, I don't think it's weird at all. I think it's great. Yeah. Like, you, once I'm you, totally once you get used it now. to it, it's, it's fine. It you don't even really notice it. Yeah, it, it does a good job at conveying what it's trying to convey. Yeah, it's great. I mean, everything about this is just fantastic. And I'm a having talented a talented people. Um, I, again, you know, we'll finish it before I give any sort of actual final review, but I've completely changed my mind from last week, and I think that if you don't know what for about Superman, this is probably a pretty good place to start. Yeah, it does seem like, it, at least so far, this is a good place to start. So. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten a much more rounded, which is great, because I feel like Superman just gets really smashed into two dimensions in a lot of ways, which I think the concept of nice characters usually does kind of just get flattened down to where they're very boring, but like yeah, niceness I mean, is complex and interesting too, you yeah, know? The like, have done him no favors. Like people just didn't know what to do with him. Which is so funny. Cause like they did though. Like it's right here. I read it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, just do the thing. 
Yep, yeah. just do the thing. So For fuck's say. sake, just do the thing. Do the thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. I'm glad we are reading this. I'm looking awesome. forward to the. Love it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Um, all right. All right. I guess that's uh, about all we got. Uh, you got anything to plug? No. Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, eventually we'll have clips on YouTube. Um, yeah. And that way you can see what we look like. Yeah, I'll have recording. full episodes up there. I'm just behind, but uh, the next week there. or so I should have, we should be up to date. And well, and we're recording ahead of time, so, like, the people listening to this have no idea. Yeah, Although should... I, did, I did, I guess, like, reference a specific date. Um, By the time the people hear but... this, they should, we should be up to date on, on YouTube yeah. with all, all the stuff. Again, better habit of that <laughs> wonderful and otherwise um no i'm not i don't i don't like people finding me on social media so don't um i did start us a tumblr uh it will be up and more you know once we get a good dash going then i'll then i'll let everybody know about it it's a secret tumblr right now but don't worry <laughs> that's gonna be the only social media that we really really work hard on we're going tumblr crazy <laughs> i have semi been posting on uh our instagram i believe it's comic book book club pod so we'll have stuff up there Woo-hoo. but uh yeah and we'll we'll have twitter and tiktok and all that'll be up but we're just we're easing into it like yeah. well like a, like uh, you know it's one of those things bath. of like we want to make sure this thing is good before we let anyone that isn't our friends listen to it <laughs> uh, i mean i don't care about that i have no shame um it's just all, the social stuff's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. It really is. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. I just this, listen to this show. Hey, you. You listen to this show. You should go back and listen to it again, and tell your friend to listen to it. Yes. And if they already listen to it, tell them to tell a friend to listen to it, and keep doing that until everyone listens to it. That sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. How about you? What do you have to plug? Uh, that's about it. I mean, another show. Uh, Action Movie Book Club. We've been, great show. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Doing a lot of stuff. Highly recommend it. Uh, check out that pod, YouTube, same name, all that stuff. We're all over the place. Having a yeah. ball. Uh, I assume anyone who's listening to this either directly knows us or um, have you talked about this podcast on Action Movie Book Club yet? Yeah. I plug it every single uh, Hell yeah. Of the, of the Hello, if you're here from Action Movie Book Club and you got all the way to the end of this incredibly long episode, like you rule and I like you. Uh, I, I, I tried to plug it. I went on someone else's show the other day and uh, I started to plug it and then we got sidetracked and then it was over. And I forgot. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> so good at this. You know what? At least we're good at reading and talking about comic books. Yeah, I'm not good at self promotion. We got that going for I'm really us. bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine world. I bet um, too, though. So, it's not counts. I guess. All right. Whatever. All right. I yeah. uh, am super stoked to read the next part. Me too. Um, cannot wait to get to do weird, bizarro noises at you next week. Hell yeah. I look forward to it. Bye. See ya. <laughs>